Now, I love window shopping, especially at Christmas. Do you know what this means, window shopping? So maybe you do, or if not, have a think about it, and I will let you know later in the episode. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture, with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for coming. Maybe you're coming back or maybe this is your first time. So either way, thank you for being here. I'm going to try and record this episode quickly because I think the noisy construction workers outside are on their lunch break. So hopefully I can finish this before they start making lots of noise again. So as I often like to remind you, don't forget, if you want to read the transcript for this episode, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash Christmas 2019. So that's Christmas 2019. And if you go there and click on the transcript button, you can see everything that I'm saying in text. So you can read what you can read along while I'm talking. So it's a really good way to practice your listening skills and maybe hear any words that you can't quite understand because I'm talking too quickly or something like that. So definitely do that if you think that would be helpful. Last week, in last week's episode, I mentioned I had a couple podcast reviews to talk about and I actually forgot about the other one so I only spoke about one. So I'm going to really quickly mention the other review that I got very kindly. It's a very, very short one, but I still really appreciate it because any kind of review that people leave me on the you know, Apple podcasts or whatever, it really helps because it kind of you know bumps the podcast up in the, you know, on the website so more people can see it. So I'm always so happy when people can leave a nice review. So this review is simply just says, good job. Some clapping hands, good job. So very, very simple and short. And this is from Lulsic? I guess it's from Lulsic. I don't know if that's their real name. And they are from the Czech Republic. So thank you very much to you for that nice short review. And as always, if you want to leave a review, I would be so happy. And of course, I will read it in a future episode. So I guess the best place to go is to go to Apple Podcasts and click leave a review. And then after a few days, it will come through and I will be notified. If you can do that, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Today is the 25th of December. So that means it is Christmas Day. And... Depending on your country, you know, we all celebrate this differently or not at all. It depends on your tradition and your religion of your country. But in the UK, Christmas is a very big holiday, perhaps the biggest of the year. So I guess I should do a Christmas episode, right? Now, I know that Christmas is different all around the world. 
So please head over to the show notes, my podcast page, and let me know, do you celebrate Christmas in your country? Is it similar to England or is it completely different? What does Christmas mean to you? I'd really, really be interested to find out. But for today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Christmas in the UK. And we're going to learn lots of expressions and a little bit of history as well. So it's going to be an interesting one today. This year, 2019, this is actually the first year where I have not been in the UK for Christmas. So for Christmas this year, I will be in Thailand. So hopefully a little bit warmer than England, hopefully. Okay, so you might know that in England, we have free days with names. So free holidays. On the 24th of December, we have Christmas Eve. So the word Eve means the day before something. So we also have New Year's Eve. Or perhaps you could say on the eve of my birthday. So that means the day before your birthday. So Christmas Eve. Then we have Christmas Day, the 25th. And 26th is Boxing Day. So in England, we call it Boxing Day. Now, for most people, Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, although they are national holidays, there aren't so many traditions here. So each kind of family or each person will have a different tradition or thing they do. But generally, there isn't really anything we do on these days. Usually, Christmas Day is the most important. And this is the day where presents are opened and people spend time with family. So in the UK, Christmas is a time to spend with family. Of course, it's a very, very old tradition because it is first and foremost a religious holiday. So many people at Christmas, they celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And some people might do this by going to church on Christmas morning. And in many churches and schools across the country, there will be nativity plays. Nativity. So the nativity is just kind of a reenactment of the birth of Jesus. So quite often it's like children who dress up as the shepherds or Mary, Jesus's mother, and they kind of reenact the scene from the Bible. I think every child in England has had to do this in the past, where they had to kind of dress up and kind of put on a play or performance in school. And for me, it brings back very bad memories. You know, I've never been a good actor. But anyway, so for the people that are not religious or are not so interested in that side of Christmas, it's still a very big holiday, perhaps the biggest of the year. And it's a time that kind of focuses on you know, being with family, giving gifts and giving, giving presents to each other. So it's often called the season of giving or the holiday of giving. One thing that might surprise many international listeners is that most shops are closed on Christmas Day. So it's a really, really strange day to go outside for a walk because it kind of seems like the end of the world or something to me. You know, I go for a walk even in fairly large cities. There are no cars, there are no people walking around. 
So it kind of seems like a zombie apocalypse or something really weird has happened. Uh, and I kind of like that feeling. It's really, really eerie, which means kind of like a bit creepy, but in, some, somehow it's kind of interesting. But do keep that in mind, because if you do want to travel at Christmas time, especially in Europe, there might not be so many interesting things to do on Christmas Day. Now, one area I want to focus on for a while is Christmas dinner. So this is one of the most important parts of Christmas. And I want to talk about the kind of typical things that we have in the UK and also some phrases that maybe you haven't heard before. So Christmas dinner is usually a very big meal and it's sometimes eaten at lunchtime on Christmas day or in the evening, it depends on the family. One thing that we have in the UK, I don't think they have in America, these are Christmas crackers. And these are actually not food. So a Christmas cracker is something that's often done maybe while eating dinner or before or after. And it's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of a long cylindrical like tube and it's two people would grab would hold either side of this tube so when they pull the tube apart there's kind of like some kind of I think explosive is not the right word that sounds a bit dangerous but it's something that like makes a bang or a pop inside when it's pulled wow this is so hard to explain (laughs) I will definitely put a picture over on the show notes for this page on my website. So check out the picture if you have no idea what I mean. So this tube has three parts. The middle part contains a small toy or gift. When this cracker is pulled apart, whoever gets the middle part wins what is inside. They can keep the contents. So inside each cracker, there is usually like a small toy or maybe like some kind of tiny object, it could be like a tiny mirror or something really silly like that. So a very cheap item usually. As well as that, there is a paper party hat that you could wear just for fun. And there's always a piece of paper that contains a bad joke. So the jokes inside Christmas crackers are notoriously bad. They're always really, really bad jokes. So I want to give you one example of a Christmas cracker joke. Who delivers presents to cats? Who delivers presents to cats? Well, it's not Santa Claus, it's Santa Paws. I'm going to wait here for some laughter, right? So a paw is what we call the hand of a cat. That cats don't have hands, they have paws. So it's a really, really, really bad joke. Santa paws. Santa for cats. If you get the joke, you let me know. If you don't quite understand it, don't worry, you're not missing anything. It's a really terrible joke. But this is kind of seen as a good thing because it brings people together. You know, when the joke is bad, everyone can agree that it's bad. And it's kind of like something that brings people together in agreement. So that's kind of a good thing, I guess. For the actual dinner itself, I'm going to run through some of the things that we have. And again, let me know if this is similar 
to what you would have at Christmas time. Or maybe you don't have anything special at Christmas. Let me know, I'm really interested to hear about different cultures. So first and foremost, we would have some kind of like meat. So usually at Christmas, that is turkey. So turkey is the meat that most people have. And this is often served with cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce. Along with this, there are lots of vegetables. So very popular at Christmas are Brussels sprouts. Now these are, if you don't know, these are kind of tiny circular vegetables, like tiny, tiny cabbages or something like that. And they have a very, very strong taste. Most people really hate them. So I don't know why they're served at Christmas because almost no one likes them. Although, to be honest, I actually like them. I think they're okay. In addition to this, people will cook maybe carrots or broccoli or kind of random vegetables along with roast potatoes. So these are kind of potatoes that are cooked in the oven for a very long time and they turn so, so crispy. So they're really nice. Stuffing is another item on the plate. Now, stuffing is another hard one to explain, but usually it's made with breadcrumbs or perhaps nuts or spices or herbs. And it's kind of like balls of bread kind of texture. Yeah, once again, very hard to explain, but really delicious. And I will, again, put a picture to kind of a typical Christmas dinner on my website. Another thing that might be unique to the UK, I'm not sure, that would be Yorkshire puddings. Yorkshire puddings. Now, these are made with eggs and milk and flour normally, or although these days there are, you know, vegan options, they're not always made that way anymore. And yeah, they're, they're really nice. It's very similar to kind of like a bread texture again, but they kind of soak up or the gravy as well. So gravy is traditionally the liquid, the sauce that is cooked with the meat, like the turkey or whatever meat you're using. So it's kind of like a liquid that you pour over the, over the meal. So those are just some of the things that would be eaten with a Christmas dinner. And yeah, usually it's really, really good. Most people love it. For dessert, there are two things that are very traditional in the UK, although they might not sound that nice. So first of all is mince pies. Mince pies. Now, these used to be made from meat. They used to have mince meat inside. But now they are sweet and delicious. There is no more meat inside. They are fine for vegetarians. And these are one of my favorite sweet foods. They are amazing. So inside it's usually like dried fruits and spices and stuff like that. And it's just so good. So I really recommend trying mince pies if you ever get the chance. Another dessert is Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. Now, once again, these originally had meat in them. And I know what you're thinking, you know, British people are not known for having nice food, okay? So don't be too judgmental. But now, Christmas pudding is so good. It's sweet, and it's kind of similar to a mince pie. 
Now I did some research and this is actually a 700 year old tradition. But the form of this dessert has kind of changed a lot over time. Where it used to be more like a meat kind of soup and now it's like a sweet dessert. So it's completely different. Traditionally, the Christmas pudding has 13 ingredients and these symbolize Jesus and his 12 disciples. So that's kind of an interesting piece of Christmas trivia for you. A Christmas pudding is made again of lots of dried fruit with treacle or some kind of sweetener with lots of spices such as cinnamon or nutmeg and very important brandy. So brandy is a type of alcohol and because it has so much brandy inside this means that the Christmas pudding can be stored for a very long time. So if you want to save some money just like my mum would always do she would buy the Christmas pudding in January where it's much much cheaper and store it in the cupboard for the whole year until Christmas. And because of the alcohol it does not go bad it's still good to eat. Okay so now I want to tell you my favourite things to do at Christmas time in the UK and I'm also going to include some English expressions as well so we can learn a little bit while I talk about it. So first of all I love visiting Christmas markets and that's one thing that I'm going to miss about Christmas this year. I went to one here in Japan but it's not quite the same. It doesn't have that same Christmassy feeling as the ones in England. So Christmas markets are great because there's lots of stores, like tiny shops, selling food and mulled wine, which is like a hot type of wine. Lots of things like that. And it's really kind of warm and cosy feeling in the coldest month of the year. I think going to Christmas markets is a really good way to get in the festive spirit. Festive spirit. So this expression means to get in the Christmas feeling. You know, festive related to the word festival, festivity, kind of talks about this this festival time of year. Spirit is your mood or your feeling. So have you ever felt that festive spirit before? What were you doing when you felt that way? The other thing I like to do is surprisingly go window shopping. And this is what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. So window shopping is where you look in the windows of shops, but you don't actually buy anything. Christmas is a hard time because you have to buy so many presents for people. So you can't always spend so much money, but it is actually very fun for me to look in all the shops, see what they have available and Also, just to check out the Christmas lights and decorations. Shopping centres are really beautiful at this time of year. The other thing that many people hope for or dream of is a white Christmas. Now, maybe you know what this means. A white Christmas simply means a Christmas where it snows. It doesn't happen so often, at least in my part of the UK in the South, but many people dream of having a white Christmas. So one of my favourite things to do is to go for walks in the snow, wearing lots of clothes so I'm nice and warm 
and maybe kind of playing in the snow, kind of embracing that inner child, and then coming back home and maybe having a nice hot drink. So you're recovering from the cold with coffee or hot chocolate or something like that. So those are my top three favourite things to do at Christmas. So how about you? Again, if you celebrate Christmas, let me know what you like to do at this time of year. Finally, I should say, if you are making a Christmas dinner or you are preparing for Christmas, make sure you are not spending all your time slaving over a hot stove. So here's another expression, to slave over a hot stove. This is a really common expression that we use when someone is cooking all day and it's really, really tough. It's not easy to cook. So don't slave over the stove. Make sure you enjoy yourself, get outside, do something fun this time of year. Okay, so I'll leave it there today. I hope you enjoyed this little Christmas special episode. As I've been saying a lot throughout today, please head over to ewmichael.com forward slash Christmas 2019 and and leave your comments. Share what you think, share what you do at Christmas and join a conversation with me. I'd love to talk with you about it as well. But for now, thank you very much for listening. Have a great Christmas wherever you are in the world and see you next week. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.